0: I'm assuming you're here because either you or someone you love has been diagnosed with cancer. Whatever your situation, I wish I could sit with you and talk about what's been going on for you and your family to give you love, support, and hope to find out how you've been coping and help you find the kind of support that's right for you. Unfortunately, I can't do that with everyone. So I'm hoping our conversations through each episode helps you in a small way. Thank you for being part of this community. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to another episode of Cancer, The Easy Life. Today, since we're getting really close to the holidays, um, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about how to manage the holidays, especially because with the cancer diagnosis, a lot of feelings come about. And a lot of us don't know how to manage them. And like we'd said before, a lot of things have changed in our lives. So the normal that we used to know is no longer present, especially during the holidays. So I just wanted to have a discussion with you guys. So maybe I can provide some ideas and feedback to have you think a little differently about what's to come and how to manage the holidays and how to feel about it. And recognize that everything that's coming up for you emotionally is okay. And it is part of the process. So as you know, the Shawnee Foundation is really involved in cancer, um, childhood cancer. And so one of the first things I wanted to talk about is managing the holidays with children who have been diagnosed with cancer. And then we'll go into more of the traditional of the caregivers and also um, adults with cancer. So as we know, as children, the holidays and Christmas and whatever you celebrate, Hanukkah is really important for them to have something to celebrate. They get really excited about the holidays and they want to continue the traditions that they have been shown the last few years. And obviously when the cancer diagnosis is presented in the family, some things change. So it's really important to really sit down with children and have a discussion uh, because they need to be informed about what's happening. They need an opportunity to express their concerns and emotions. And they really need to be prepared for the changes and the differences in the family. And another really big thing is that they need boundaries and rules that will help them feel secure. So, for example, if some of the traditions that you used to have the previous years are no longer valid and it's just impossible for you guys to have sitting down and talking with them and expressing to them that these are some of the things that are changing and this is why. And allowing them the safe space to tell you, okay, I understand. Even though I don't like this feeling, I understand why this is like that. This is especially really important for families with children that are in the hospital. Obviously, that really changes everything. So thinking about just continuously having discussions about how this is feeling for the entire family and for parents and loved ones and and caregivers, it's also really important for you to express how you're feeling so that way it normalizes um, the emotions and the thought process within the family system and no one really feels guilty about what they're thinking and how they're feeling because reality is that none of us, want to be in the situation, right, that we wish we could celebrate the holidays um, as we could have the previous years. And, you know, obviously, in any situation, whether it would be the child that's a cancer patient or an adult that's a cancer patient, it is really natural for people to fear the future and fear what will happen next year. And, um, you know, what can I do to prevent my family member Uh, from being sick with cancer and we'll talk a little more about that detail as we go through this podcast but like I said with children it's just extremely important to keep an open dialogue with them and to allow them the space to talk. You know try to find joy in simplicity. Um, If that means just being at home cuddling up in a warm blanket and watching holiday movies Or whatever you want to do with your loved ones, whether that's other children running around laughing and playing around, then let that be. And, you know, as we talk more about what to do if you're the adult with cancer or if you're the caregiver, you know, just really acknowledge where you are. You know, during the holidays, it's hard to break our traditions Um, because it's been a part of the family. You know, you could be the adult um, that has had elaborate dinners and has spent days decorating your house and it just is something that makes you so happy, but unfortunately that can't happen this year. So acknowledge where you are with that and recognize that it's okay to feel a certain way about it. You know, Really think about the physical limitations brought on by current or past treatments, Um, fatigue, discomfort, just changes in mobility, uh, the inability to perform, some things that you used to before. All of those things can come up with cancer. I think another thing that a lot of us don't talk about obviously while the cancer diagnosis is present or even after but in particular when the individual is going through the cancer is the financial burden of cancer because it doesn't matter who the patient is there's still some time there's a forced time away from work and You know, whether depending on insurance, there might be some costs out of pocket for prescriptions and hospital stays and copays and things like that. So, there's obviously a financial burden on the family already. And as we know, Christmas is not cheap, especially if you live in California. (laughs) So, it's going to cost you a few dollars. So talk about the financial burden side of it and be free to express why it's not going to happen the way you wish it would have and it's okay it's really okay. Um you know one another fear that that is in every single person whether it's the patient or the caregiver or the loved ones around uh is the fear of recurrence or worsening conditions and this is something that's really challenging to discuss during the holidays but but it's on everyone's mind and because obviously our worst fear is losing that individual that we love and it's it makes it easier to process if you have even just one person to say hey you know I fear the uncertainty of the future and I fear that, you know, I don't know what's going to happen in the future, I don't know how to express those fears to other people. And it's okay just to process that and just, just to leave it at that. You don't have to have extra words for it to describe it, it's just simply a fear of the unknown of the future. So, you know, the holidays brings that up for a lot of people and so it's okay to just simply stay in that moment and recognize that it exists and just be willing to let it go as it's really important to stay present in every single minute that exists in your life during the holidays. And another huge, huge thing, I think this is probably really, really prominent in moms or the ladies in the household as we put a lot of expectations on ourselves uh, because we want everyone to have fun and we want to carry on the traditions. And don't push yourself too hard. (laughs) Don't push yourself to full capacity where you end up being unhealthy and having side effects. And if you're the caregiver, you are just absolutely exhausted. You're already dealing with a lot of emotional burden and, and the physical burden of taking care of things. So be reasonable and do not set the bar so high for yourself you know it's really reframing your expectations and thinking about the typical holiday activities and determining what's important and what it's what it's okay to modify and Uh, you know whether that's hosting a party or not or cleaning simply or just cooking whatever it is modify whatever you need to and all of it if you need to you know put yourself first put your loved one first put your family first and don't feel obligated to invite every invitation to every party don't feel obligated to have people over your house if that's not something you can do, and don't just don't feel obligated to to do anything. Put yourself and your family first. Um, you know, use healthy living. Um, management while you are dealing with some of the holiday stressors, because obviously it is another stressor that's in our life. Yes, it could be fun, but a lot of us do stress tremendously during the holiday season. So exercise, sleep well, eat sensibly, you know, try to stick to a routine where it will help you reduce any extra stressors that is going to happen in your life. And a huge, huge thing is seek support. It is extremely common to feel overwhelmed and depressed during the holidays. So, and that's even without the diagnosis of cancer right? So ask for support. Ask for extended family members' help. Ask for friends. Ask for whoever there is that you trust and you feel comfortable with. Ask for support in whatever shape or form possible. You know, one of the things I also wanted to talk about is if Especially, This especially goes for individuals uh, who are adults with cancer diagnosis. It's, they're, they have their own thought process. They have their own fears, and they're probably thinking a lot of the things that we're thinking as caregivers or as family members of the fear of the unknown. But obviously they're the ones with the diagnosis. So we're going to have a hard time understanding where they're coming from unless we're in that situation as well, right? So it's really important for you to listen and acknowledge that this year is different for them, whether uh, they have finished their treatments or whether they're still continuing, uh, whatever the case may be, that this year is different from them, for them. So... Really be willing to be present, to listen, and to just acknowledge. You don't have to say anything. You just have to be able to provide a space again for them to just feel comfortable enough to just have a discussion. Okay? Um, and it's the same for them when it comes to invitations, when it comes to expectations, and um, they also want to be able to contribute to you know the holiday activities and uh, the cooking and the cleaning and the decoration so ask them I understand that this is important for you and that you want to still be part of the family tradition so what do you think you would be physically able to contribute to, whether that's baking cookies or decorating a small section of the house that doesn't really take a lot of physical activity, Um, or whether that's picking the movies for Christmas time. Whatever it is, allow them to decide how they can contribute to the holiday traditions. And Recognize when your loved ones need support and seek out other resources and seek out um, support from other family members and friends uh, to see how you can provide comfort for them. You know, it's okay to process every emotion that's coming up during the holiday season because there's a lot, there's a lot that's going to come up. And for some people who have not had a holiday season before the diagnosis, this is your first time. It's going to be a scary holiday, to be really honest with you. It um, It's like a part of you wants to be happy that you guys have all made it to the holiday season and you want to celebrate with your families. And the part of you is thinking, what's next? What's going to happen in the future? What's going to happen next year? And so, I really want to make sure that you recognize and you give love to every part of you that is in fear, to every part of you that is in doubt, and to every part of you that just isn't willing to move forward from the thought of what-ifs. Give yourself that love. Be able to process those emotions. And if you need to talk to someone else about it, be willing to do that because it's really okay to do that. It's okay to have every single emotion that's coming up, even if you're angry, even if you're resenting the cancer diagnosis because it has ruined everything in your family, it's ruined traditions, it's ruined, you know, the joy and uh, such things that we think about. So, process those thoughts, process those emotions, and let them go. Because there's a part of your life that still needs you. Recognize that every single moment together is cherished. That you still have your loved one. That you're able to come up with new traditions and have fun. You know, recognize that your loved one is still there with you and around you. And if you guys want to cry together as a family, cry it all out. But then it's okay to laugh and be joyful and be grateful and celebrate the holidays together. It is okay to have fun together. And it's going to look different for every single one of us. Define that for yourself. Because those memories will last a lifetime and you won't regret a moment of them. Love a little deeper this holiday season. Gather people around you if it's possible. Call your friends, call your extended family members, call your loved ones, and just enjoy every single moment together. And really know that you're never alone. You have a tribe in us that you can reach out to, you have a tribe of supporters of your family, of the nurses in the hospital, wherever you are while you're going through this journey, that are there to support you, so you're never alone. If you need any help, if you need anyone to talk to, you are more than welcome to contact me. You can find me on Instagram at meetkahila, and you can also email me at kehila at meetkahila. .com and just try to do your best to define what your life is going to look like during the holiday season and be willing to let go of the past traditions even though yes they used to be fun they speak great or maybe they weren't so great in the past then you can make a cool new tradition for yourself okay just be in the moment Enjoy everything, enjoy your loved one, and be who you are without any hesitations and without any restrictions. But can always say you always have our support and you always have our love, wishing you a happy holiday season.